a change of perspective in lending with a special guest, how the Ukraine-Russia invasion is impacting U.S. real estate. Fannie Mae appoints a chief diversity and inclusion officer, and you can now use Bitcoin to get a mortgage. From PropLogix, these are your top four stories in real estate this week. changes in mortgage lending right now can be a bit hard to wrap your mind around. If you're buying a house, do you wait? What could change your perspective? Today, Corey Banks from Cross Country Mortgage joins us to help us navigate these complexities. Corey's been in the top 1% of loan officers in the U.S. for five years in a row, has closed over 3,000 loans in his career, and ran the number one production office in Sarasota, Florida. Corey Banks, welcome to Four Stories. Thank you for having me, Jordan. Um, Corey, obviously, as we've all seen, uh, interest rates have been rising incrementally. Uh, I wonder, as a lender yourself, um, how are you feeling? What do you wish you could tell other professionals or even those seeking to make a purchase? Well, I think the biggest change in the um, environment in the past six to eight weeks is obviously we've seen quite a big uh, jump in the rates. We're seeing anywhere from one to one and a half percent higher rates uh, across the board, whether it be a primary residence, vacation home or investment property. Uh, what we've really seen uh, change dramatically is second home pricing and investment home pricing. Uh, Fannie Mae announced in January that there's new pricing adjustments um, due to uh, loan level pricing adjustments. It's like basically a lot of people have buying, uh, been buying homes uh, as second homes, but really been using them as investment properties. And so Fannie and Freddie are not stupid. They know that in this market that a lot of people are accumulating additional properties without putting down the 20% and uh, have enjoyed very attractive interest rates, that, uh, which is uh, the same as uh, a primary residence. So you're seeing a lot of lenders now having to react to that. And you're seeing across the board, not only the one, one and a half percent increase in rates across the industry as a whole, but you're seeing second homes now being uh, with those higher rates. But on top of that, uh, one and a half to three percent higher rates or points in being involved. So what might have been in January um, or early part of February for a second home might have been in the upper threes. Now we're seeing high fours, fives, and even one or two points attached to it. So individuals who were once pre-approved in our pipeline or in other people's pipelines for three hundred or four hundred thousand back in January, and they just have not been able to find homes because of the lack of inventory their approvals are quite a bit less now because of the rate hikes and because of um, just the overall demand in the market for properties. And there's just not a whole lot out there. Right. And obviously um, these interest rates raising, uh, they've been causing some issues in the mortgage, in the lending space too. In the past few months, we've seen layoffs from uh, better.com, Interfirst and Homie just recently, uh, as many as a third of their employee base. What do you think about all these big lenders announcing those mass layoffs? Well, I think that a, a lot of uh, people on the lending side of the industry, and that's all I can really speak for, have survived off of the refinance game for quite a long time. Um, purchase lenders, it's more difficult, let's just be honest, it's more, it's more difficult to go out and, and have an agent uh, trust in you and give you their book of business or divorce, divorce attorneys CPAs, financial advisors, or builders to give you the client or to give you the opportunity. So a lot of lenders and banks and mortgage companies um, have been surviving off of refinances because when the rates are low, uh, everybody eats. But when the rates start climbing back up, the jobs uh, you're seeing now that 
the individuals who have enjoyed six, seven uh, refinances per month are simply not able to get business because they've not invested the time or resources into the purchase money side of things. So I'm seeing layoffs in the mortgage lending industry, um, you know, with Homie and some of these others. I haven't um, seen a whole lot pertaining to that. But on the mortgage side, um, that's kind of what I'm more of an expert in in this industry. We're seeing um, a lot of changes happening very quickly. Um, the demand for loans in general has slowed down a little bit, given the fact that rates have risen. Um, your first-time homebuyers are simply being priced out of the market or to a point where there's just not as much inventory that they can afford um, because what they like again once they were approved back in January for four hundred thousand now is maybe only three hundred thousand right and we all know there's not a whole lot out there potentially at that price point um, so I, I think we're going to see um, a lot of additional industries being affected or impacted by the inflation that we're seeing. And, you know, we don't know what's going on with this Russia conflict um, and how that could impact the economy further in a pro or a negative space. Yeah, it's true. And so you uh, you touched on um, on individuals who are looking to purchase home and how and their loan value, what they're able to afford. Um, there's a lot of pessimism uh, in general for people who are looking to purchase homes and, and trying to get their foot in the market. What do you think could happen that could change their perspective in a more positive way? Well, I still think that let's keep things in, 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 in focus. Rates are still at historic all-time lows, right? This is not the savings and loan crisis where the mortgage rates were 17%. Homes are still very affordable. And today, to be able to get a loan and enjoy an interest rate in the low fours, like two years ago, we were in the fours and nobody was freaking out about rates at that point. I think we've all just been accustomed to the low rates during the COVID timeframe and seeing twos, in some cases, ones or threes. Um, I think fours and potentially projecting that rates might drift into the fives, it's still cheap money. It is very cheap money. Most people have no problems with consumer debt um, in 16 to 19%, 20% on credit cards and things like this. So I think in general, home affordability is still a thing. I think first-time home buyers in this market, maybe it'd be a little bit more difficult to get the seller to help with any of the closing costs. But at the end of the day, we all have to have a place to live, whether it be you, you try to buy a home or if you're renting and renting, the prices keep going up as well. And what most people fail to realize, if you're paying $3,000 a month of rent, you could probably buy the same home and only have a mortgage payment of about 20, uh, like $2,100, somewhere around there. And so home affordability is still the American dream. Um, Purchasing something is still going to outweigh renting something, given the fact that the market appreciation, um, and then you're not paying somebody else's mortgage for them. You're paying into your equity each month, so you're getting double power. You're, you're paying into the, the equity position, but your home is appreciating, especially accelerated um, uh, milestones, given the fact that the inventory is low, and it's going to keep driving the home prices up. So I still think there's a lot of... Um, uh, positives to be taken away from this. Rates are still low. They're just not low where they were once before. And uh, I think that's important to understand that uh, homes maybe not solely be used as just an asset or somebody who might be looking to uh, leverage their bank account and accumulate properties. I think people now are understanding that a home needs to be your home. But yes, it can also be an asset. I don't think people are going to be looking to buy second and third and fourth homes like they maybe once were before. And, and that should help slow down some of the investors. These new uh, loan level pricing adjustments that Fannie put out there will slow down the market a little bit for the investors. And it should hopefully 
reduce some of the stress on the lack of inventory for the individuals trying to buy their primary residence. So hopefully these things will help um, your first time home buyers. Yeah, for sure. Corey, thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has led to sanctions that, among many other things, will impact the U.S. real estate market. Both countries represent a small portion of the overall market, but it will become more difficult for Russians to do business in the U.S., delaying loan approvals and property sales as the crisis intensifies. All assets of Russian officials that have ties to supporting the invasion will be blocked and frozen. This covers everything from property to cars, yachts, or jewelry. For the first time ever, Fannie Mae has appointed a Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer. Sharifa Anderson, who recently served a similar role at the Federal Home Loan Bank of Pittsburgh, will lead the charge to build positive diversity and inclusion across Fannie Mae, its suppliers, business partners, and communities it serves. Anderson has a history of specializing in fair lending, counseling, and finance, and has made strides across the industry working with multiple major law firms and finance agencies. If you have crypto, you can now use it to get a mortgage. Milo, a Miami-based financial tech company, is now allowing Bitcoin holders to use their digital currency as collateral to take out a home mortgage. Right now, they are only accepting Bitcoin, but will soon be opening up the opportunity to other cryptocurrencies. This news comes only a couple weeks after a home in Tampa became the first property processed as an NFT transaction in exchange for Ether. Right now, there's a wait list of over 7,000 people with applications filed for crypto-backed loans through this new program. That's it for four stories. Of course, the news doesn't end here. Follow PropLogix on social media. Subscribe to the show on any of your favorite podcast platforms. Watch behind-the-scenes footage on YouTube and comment below to let us know what you think. I'll see you next week. <laughs>